You're listening to the Soul Career Podcast, the podcast that brings you stories from people who've taken a risk to discover careers that fill them with purpose and make them come alive. I'm your host, Lysandra Ricketts, and I lead Soul Career, a coaching company that helps professionals, executives, and entrepreneurs to find and live their life's work and to lead authentically. So if you love this episode, let us know. Send us a message on Instagram at Soul Career. Now for the episode. I don't know if I believe in faith, but a big part of me believes in faith or believes in the soul capacity to, to express whatever we need to express, whatever script, whatever narrative we have to, to, to design in this life. It is something there. Yeah. Because so you don't believe in fate. I don't believe, believe in faith. In faith. Yes. Yeah. I would put it this way. So yeah. how does an astrologer not believe in fate? <laughs> yeah, this, this is one of those debates. Like you, wherever you are in the world, whoever is doing the astrology will always look into this. I believe we are fated, fated within expressing our chart. I don't believe we are fated, like generally fated. Mm, I don't specific. Yes. So it's in the expression that we are fated, but not in how we express. Exactly. We are very free to, to, and and the more we go into astrology and every session I have with my clients, I believe I make it very clear that the level of consciousness and where they are on their path would choose how to express their chart. Do I believe if I'm a Libra, I can be um, a Leo? No, mm-hmm. no, I could never step into that. I could never have that experience. I'm, I will always be a Libra. And in that way, I'm fated. And when I say Libra, I say, you know, different traits. Yeah. In that way, I'm fated. But how do I express that Libra energy depends entirely on my level of consciousness and how I work with my personality, with my ego, with whatever soul lessons I have to go through so I'm not really fated so I love that because it brings us to the point where I met you at a time where I had just gone through a very hard breakup that caused me to question my identity and I had just become the CEO at the Branson Center and I had a brand new team I had to learn how to work with a board so I felt pulled in so many different directions at a time where I was going through this emotionally difficult period. And I was looking for a therapist to help me that combined both Western science and Eastern philosophy. And that's very hard to find here, I found. Mm -hmm. So I did this distance therapy thing with someone who was Buddhist and a therapist and it didn't work out. And I was like, how am I gonna find this combination that I'm looking for? And someone told me they had met you at a retreat and they were like, this is the person you're looking for. So I came to you and you read my chart to me and you told me that I was naturally a communicator and all these things, but who I was being in this world was not who I naturally was. Do you remember that? I remember it, yeah. I remember. And I remember also how I believe the word is shy, Mm -hmm. how shy you were receiving my words <laughs> um, open like you were open because I guess you trusted something about me or my energy made you feel it's safe mm-hmm. to be there but in the same time the messages I was delivering were, were uncomfortable 
Oh, I don't remember that part. So tell yeah. me more, because I don't remember. <laughs> that was my my feeling of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there the truth. Truth is hard to hold. Whatever we do, we know it. <laughs> Whoever tells me they didn't know about entering a toxic relationship, about getting a job they they are unfulfilled, about different choices they made. And they say, I didn't know, I do not trust them. Because <laughs> I believe the soul always speaks with us. What was different for me on the, on the career side was I was in this amazing role that did enable me to express a lot of my true self, except that there were circumstances that made it very difficult mm. at that time too. So yes, going back to these, the, these circumstances are... I believe are the the, the, the the juice, yeah, you know, the richness. Mm. Because life is not simple. We go through a lot in mm. life. Yeah. Mm. And many times we have to go through all these uncomfortable situations, whether it's about work, career, or health or relationships, because we sculpt our ego and personality mm. to I believe resonate more with who we are on soul level mm -hmm. it's basically going back to astrology it's basically actualizing your chart at a level of consciousness which i guess how can we put it allows the world to grow yourself and the world to grow mm -hmm. because you can actualize yourself in a very strange way yeah. and you can you know ruin the, the, the good vibes or, you know, you can be an agent of disturbance and not an agent of growth. So how I'm receiving that is we need to express our true selves, but sometimes a lot of us will only do that in the face of challenge. We attract challenging circumstances to us in order to, for our soul to express what it needs to express. Yes, and, and, and the, the, the energy that stands, I think, in between the world and the soul expressing itself is the personality level. Now, the soul can be repressed. So, in my case, I believe I had the circumstances that allowed my soul to, to be loud, to speak louder. I work with a lot of people mm -hmm. who for some reason they chose to be more on the on, on the side of what they should be mm. you know and that's from not mind. from from mind level or just you know circumstances that made them feel that's how you need to be you need to you know listen to your parents more or different things i was a rebel all my mm. life you know sometimes i think growing up in a place like jamaica that the economy is stagnant and poverty is so close to you and it's just a thin line between having and not having it then requires us it makes us more risk averse and we don't have that privilege of being anything we want to be and expressing whatever we need to express because we're so afraid of the downside that we see all around yeah. us every day and that going taking this and going back to the chart you spoke about mars and saturn in the chart so everything that we do can be interpreted astrologically now when i look at a chart i see a mars i see the the element the archetype of will of power of fighting for what you want mm -hmm. the leader yeah and 
you know, every Mars is in a, a different sign and coupled with different planets, so it tells a story. I believe astrology gives me the freedom to see beyond conditioning, social conditioning, and therefore I do not buy into the belief that people are not equal. Mm-hmm. And I and this is my strong conviction, and it's been hard for me in Jamaica. Like people ask me, "Do you love Jamaica?" And I say, "Some days I do, but many days I don't, because it 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 it's, it may be my rigidity in understanding social pressure, or 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 race problems, or classes, classicism, or um, mm-hmm. different things that are so felt here in Jamaica." But I can't be not who I am. I look at the chart and I see a story in the chart. So I tell the person, but you know, you could have done this or this or it, or we, you can play all these energies in different ways. I brainstorm a lot in my sessions. Yeah. So my sessions are not, you are this way and take this and do whatever you want. My sessions are in interve- intervention, I believe. So let's use an example of our first session. Yeah. What did you see that I wasn't doing that you wanted to help me see myself? I think what I remember, like you were not embracing the reality of your chart. Mm-hmm. When I when I saw all that Gemini energy in the level, the, the house of career, profession, vocation, I'm like, but you are like, you know, the best communicator. You are naturally a communicator. Yeah. You are someone who always will be teaching, talking, preaching, uh, <laughs> speaking, using words, and not just words, as a tool to bridge different elements in life, yeah. to connect with people, to connect people. You are the networker. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, when I look at the chart and I see these things, that's my reality. Mm-hmm. So you cannot convince me that's not who you are. <laughs> and I remember I listened to your podcast with Tammy Chin, and her her natal chart was so similar to mine. I was shocked because she is Gemini too with Leo ascendant, which is the same as me. And the things you were saying to her, I'm like, wait, yeah, you said those things to me too. (laughs) And that's why I guess there are people out there who will never buy into astrology because they think it's a generalization. Yes, most of the things that you would say for a person with strong Gemini would apply for another person with strong Gemini because it's the, the same archetype mm-hmm. we are using, the messenger. Yeah. In the same time, who you are is very different. Yeah. Your life is different. Yeah. Your story, your family story, your the, the everything, your legacy is different. Yeah. Yeah. And your personality is very different. Yes. Personality yes. that has little to do with the chart. Yeah. I could talk about personality in terms of the moon, the sun, but that's not. Astrology cannot say who you are and how you are unfolding on a personality level. It speaks more about about the soul. It speaks more about the inner potential, the real you. Mm. That's why people come to me and say in their 30s, 40s, 50s, I do not know who I am. I yeah. have lived a life that is not mine. And you know, for me, that's not tragic. For me, that's normal. Yeah. It's normal. They may have this realization and they say it's tragic. You know, people are staying in a corporate career for 30 years and then what did I do with my life? And that's exactly... And you look at the chart and you see this amazing creative energy and you're like, but do you paint? Do you sing? Do you do anything creatively? No. 
never you've never done this well i used to do it when i was a child but then my mother and my father didn't agree i had to become a doctor or i had to make money or and i'm like okay no problem let's see how we can unfold that like let's see how we can get into that almost like recover parts of yourself which are repressed and lost yes and i'm sure the creativity would have emerged under other in other ways yeah. but the way we see the way we or the value we place on the things we do can or cannot allow those parts to be expressed. Yeah. Because if you are someone who never values paintings, and I see this a lot in Jamaica, and it's so, it's tragic. You know, everybody's creative in Jamaica. This is the this this is a country whose sun is in Leo. Mm. So there is a lot of creativity here, talent. Yeah. And you know, almost everybody has the talent in Jamaica. <laughs> For me, it's mind-blowing. For me, it's like rich. And they do not see this as a big thing. People do not see art as a big thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? <laughs> because yeah. of how, you know, the starving artist idea, right? That's probably why. Yes. But what I want to say is that a lot of the people that you describe who in their 30s and their 40s realize that they've been in a career their whole lives that it does not jive with their authentic self at all is exactly who soul career targets too and the first thing that we do is we take psychometric tests personality tests mm -hmm. and this is a part of that it's all going into really understanding who you are first yes. before you try to match a career with who you think you are in your mind yes. but not who you really are on a soul level mm -hmm. so i would recommend getting a natal chart reading with elena before you decide to make a big transition to career or whatever just to understand yourself a little more what i want to mention something because i'm so familiar with all the assessments personality assessments yes. and they are great like i'm grateful they exist because they they can guide people into owning more yes. of who they are and the traits and the skills. And the chart has different, the astrological chart has different um, spheres, different different areas that would show talents, potential for talent and what that talent is. In the same time, having this written assessment of your personality really helps crystallize mm -hmm. who you are. What I don't think those assessments provide and maybe that's why i had to blend astrology into my psychotherapy practice because for me it wasn't enough mm -hmm. it lacked soul yeah it lacked the experience that is deeper it's behind everything your personality is mm. so what these tests do not offer is this acknowledgement of the voice inside mm. because the word vocation comes from you know etymologically speaking comes from voca which means voice yeah is to, it, it means to have a calling. Not to, I don't know if to have or to listen to a calling. Mm. I would say listen to a calling. Mm -hmm. Therefore, what psychology cannot provide is the connection with soul. Yeah. With your soul, with identifying, listening, um, showing up to your own voice. Astrology, through stories, through language, through... I guess the experience, the personal intimate experience you have with a client provokes inner thought, provokes reflection. Yeah. The, I'm never saying something 
I, I never say something surprising to my clients. Mm. I always validate yeah. things that ha they have felt within themselves. And that's why my work is strong and everybody says it's strong. Not because I come up and I say to you, I'm not a psychic. I can't tell you things. I, don't, I can't, you know, I don't channel things. I translate yeah. things for you. For, for, you know, I use the chart as a, as a tool and I translate. I'm a translator. <laughs> so I look at the chart and I say, in your case, communication. Mm. I say, you are the best teacher out there. You can adapt to many levels, to many people. You are a person of the world. You have also... I believe a strong night house, which is about traveling in the world. And so I'm translating to you things you have already felt, mm. but maybe you have never said to, you have never spoken, communicated, expressed, allowed to exist because of other things that you had to be. Yeah. Well, when you were talking about having a calling and listening to a calling, what came into my mind was the difference between those two things is risk. Mm -hmm. and your ability to take risk. And that is what prevents us or enables us to live out our calling in our lives. So what you did for me was give me a grounding that helped me to be able to take a risk this year. Mm -hmm. And I would just want to understand what do you think about that risk and when is it the right time for people to take a risk like that? Well, that's why I use the chart in my sessions yeah. because I see the right timing which the Greeks call Kairos, time is not time because it passes, you know, our end. Time is the proper time. Mm. So for me, time, it's not the, con con the, the concept we created about time, which is there to help us to plan. No, it's about the proper time, which is shown by the cycles of the planets and how the planets are, are circling, are, are traveling and creating a relationship, they are creating a relationship with your chart. Mm -hmm. And like I said to you, the last time I saw you, you're going to have a great year, focus on work. That's the right time for work, for crystallizing, consolidating, and then growing, expanding the work. And we talked about the next years of our relationships and stuff. So there is time or the right time is being shown by the chart. Yeah, I do want to touch on what you just said because it's the beginning of a new year. Some say it's the beginning of a new decade. I start my due decade at one. So really in my mind, 2021 is the real beginning of the decade. But, you know, going from the 19 to the 20, it's a special time. And I came to you because at the beginning of the year, I want to find out what energies are at play over the course of this year for me. Mm -hmm. And I recommend everyone to kind of do that, to just be able to prepare or understand or capitalize on the energies that are at work in your life. And you told me that this is gonna be a great year, which is like, oh yes, I knew it. I had an inkling that today, this year was gonna be a great year for me. A great year for, for, for work. Yes. And a great year for shining, for your, you have beautiful transits to your sun. Yeah. So the, the way you shine, and I believe you're gonna shine through work a lot. That's what the chart shows. Mm. It, it's, it's that proper time for shining out there. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, how do you, how can someone who has never come to you before come now in January and ask like, what, how, what is that method? Well, yeah. ja January is booked already. <laughs> so they, um, January is, is booked. Um, they, can, they can find me through, I guess, Instagram. Yeah. Alina Apostol on Instagram. Um, I have a website, alinaapostol.com. 
and from then and what do they need to bring well if they contact me i'll tell them they need their birth time mm. birth date and location of birth um and that's all i need basically to and what can what do you see from yes there's the natal chart that tells you who you are who you are and what your soul needs to express and then how do you know what's going to happen this year what energies are at play this year well, the planet, the planets move in the sky. Yeah. yeah. So I use the real time sky, and I apply it to the chart. The chart, who you are based on your time of birth, is fixed. Mm. So that's fixed. You are, you stay the same. The chart is the same. The the picture is the same. But what is changing? The planets in the sky are moving. Yeah. You know, the moon is moving sign every two point five days. So we have a full moon there. The, so it's it's. The word planet means wanderer. Mm. Yeah, mm. so they are moving constellation. So we use the real sky movement. We apply it to the chart and we see what is happening. Mm -hmm. And that's how you predict things. Interesting. Or how that that's how you know the proper time for different things. As you said before, it's not just about what energies are present, but it's you and your personality taking advantage of those energies or not. Yeah. And I want to go even deeper. And now sometimes you can overlay another person's chart on top of your chart and you can see the relationship between yeah. two people. So tell us any chart that. you yeah. can, you can, you can use a business chart, a work chart, any chart, a house chart. <laughs> When you start building a house, anything, or rent a house, uh, a person. So, in terms of relationship, um, you know, people say, am I compatible, what sign? And that's, I'm sorry to say, that's not real. You know, that's like, I don't know, the most superficial level we can think of when it comes to relationships. There is no such thing as compatibility. And the more, I, the more I do couple therapy using astrology, the more I realize that. You can have the best chart put together, like the best energies combined. The personality level is broken based on family trauma, whatever happens. If we don't do the inner work to solve our problems, astrology cannot help you to have a meaningful relationship. So that said, when we put the charts together, like if we put this, the charts together, I can see what areas of my chart you are highlighting. So what parts of myself are being expressed in different ways by interacting with you and vice versa. I also see how you can help me grow, how you limit, how you challenge me. Um, I can see how you may allow me to transform. There are so many things that I could talk about when I, I put the charts together. This is one level of, of understanding relationships. And then there is the more deeper level of the relationship itself. Mm -hmm. So there is a tool through which you combine the two charts and you get a third chart, which is the relationship chart. So the third entity, what people don't seem to understand is that when you are in a relationship with someone, it's not about you and them. It is about the entity that you create together, the relationship. And I believe that's why most of relationships fail because nobody seems to be aware of the fact that there is a, an energy that needs to be nurtured and protected and needs to grow. Everybody thinks we are doing relationships for ourselves. And that's a very narcissistic way of looking at life. Mm -hmm. But that's where we are consciousness wise. So <clears throat> 
we can derive, we astrologers can derive a lot of understanding and information about anything that happens in a relationship through these two tools. How we impact each other and what is the relationship we create. What are the areas of conflict? What are the areas of growth? How can, you, how can we make this relationship be you know, amazing? What are the challenges of the relationships? What are the transits, the times of the relationship? Yeah. So when we saw each other last, you offered to do this for soul career, the business. So how does that work when I bring a business to you, the birth date and time yes. of the business? The creation date. Uh -huh. yes. So it can be the time when you incorporate the business or it can be the time when you actually start like having the first client or the first communication or the first showing up of the business. And you basically create a chart. And it is amazing because I've done this a lot and yeah. I, it is an area that fascinates me yeah. because I do have a very strong practical side of my person. I'm not, I'm not very esoterical as much as people would like to see me in that light. I'm quite practical grounded, <laughs> and I love doing business. And it's amazing to see the chart of the business and how that is spot on with the reality of the business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, still, I'm going to do this because I can't wait to see it, but yeah. Challenges that people would have and maybe they've never spoken about because, you know, they can't even put words on them. I see that in the chart. Mm -hmm. um, how the business relates to, to the others, to, to, to the external life, external world is very, it's very uh, visible in the chart. It's very, you know, like you, it's almost tangible. So if you have a planet like Pluto, on the cusp of the seventh house, which shows your interaction with the world, you will always expect people or situations or circumstances to come at you. Mm. Power battles, power struggles, mm. people who have power over you and having a business with that energy is like, okay, let's find a way, let's understand what can be done here because you will always attract this Plutonian energy, which is dark. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I don't have a Pluto energy in my business. <laughs> While other people may have Jupiter in the same space or Jupiter on the sign of um, the, the, the cusp of how do you stand in the world. And that's like royalty. That's like applauded by everyone. You know, like, So these energies show how our business is going to be perceived, how it's going to the, the area of money, the area of resources, investment, all of this. I can see all of this in the chart. So it's fascinating when you express, or me, Alina expresses something that I see in the chart and then the client in front of me says, oh, that's why this thing yeah, happened. Yeah. The, you know, I've been through this, you know, for the last whatever years. Yeah. And then the transits to understand what ha what can be done, like I told you, work. If, the, if, if your chart would be the chart of a business, I would tell the owner of the business, these two years, in the you know 2020 2021 are going to be years when you have to focus on this area mm -hmm. of work like improve everything procedures everything you have like the day-to-day -day operation you know i wouldn't talk about strategy or i would talk about day-to-day -day operation the mm -hmm. nitty-gritty of a business yeah. what do you do from the moment you open and the moment you lock mm -hmm. you know like what is there and hard work discipline organization based on the planets you have Maybe you need to fire a lot of people because Pluto is in there too. So you need to let go of a lot of stuff that doesn't work for you. You know, this kind of 
um, simple information that I can I can I can give. Incredible! So much that astrology can help you with, because I'm a big believer, as you know, in 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 using all the wisdom available to you. So yes, you have logic and strategy and science, and use that in your business. But you can also tap into mindfulness and the Buddhist traditions, and tap into astrology, and just get as much wisdom as you can about yourself and what you want to create in the world in order to guide you. I believe 2020 is going to bring a lot of changes. I liked what you said about starting your decade with one. 2020 is not a starting point. Yes. Astrologically speaking, it's an ending point. That's how I feel. Yes. It's the end to the 2010s. Yes. Yeah. It is, it is collectively, it, it, many, many reliable structures are going to be forced to change. Mm. So I believe this is a more, a year of should I call it regeneration? I feel to say destruction first. There's an election this year in the yes. United States. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and their chart is afflicted. The chart of the United States is very powerfully affected by, by the transit. So this is not necessarily a year for beginnings. It is a year of hard work for everyone. In the same time, the hard work and the discipline and commitment are not necessarily going to be expressing something external. Mm. It is an internal work that needs to be done and that is going to show up in the external reality. So this is a very tough year for a lot of people. Mm. So I want to end by asking you, Alina, what is next for you as you are on your own soul career journey What's next for you? This is my accountability <laughs> exercise. Um, well, I had done this podcast with Tommy Chin and it was my first. And the feedback was amazing. Mm. I didn't expect it. Like, I can never plan. I never expect things to happen. Yeah. Kind of flow. And the feedback was amazing. And many, many people said, I should actually go into doing this. Yeah. So for 2020, what I want is a very strong, rich, and uh, inspiring podcast. Yes. <laughs> that will combine astrology with everything I know, everything like everything that goes through my head, through my mind, practices from therapy, questions, everything that would trigger people to leave their purpose and be themselves. Yeah. So I don't have a lot on my on my vision board. I have this podcast and I do need to travel and to go to my conferences. Yes. So I have three conferences booked so far. Ah. Psychotherapy. One is astrology to our psychotherapy. Couple couple conference and a couple therapy conference and um, psychotherapy conference. The biggest in the world. And well, first of all, I can't wait for your podcast. When you were doing your Instagram lives, I was an avid listener because listening to you is just therapeutic even if you're not reading the chart just reading my personal chart hearing you talk about it is healing for me right so you need to put your voice out into the world too yeah. but so the chart and your three conferences are in aim of what exactly oh you mean how my chart combines or how my chart is being triggered that's what you well sorry your podcast and your three conferences are in aim of what is your soul career to continue to combine astrology and therapy and just reach more people 
What is this in AMA? A very good question. I believe this question is part of your um, <laughs> tools when you when you work with a client. Very very good question. If I'm honest with myself, I'm not really interested in reaching more people. And I know how this sounds. I'm but confused. I, but, I, but I am not. I am not. I would lie if I would say that my purpose every day when I wake up is to is to be more present or successful or I would lie if I would say that. What I need, like a deep need, is to, I guess, communicate, talk, have conversations with people about different topics. And through those conversations and through the words and through whatever happens, the experience we create together, I hopefully will touch on someone who needs that kind of energy. But I do not like the idea of me being somehow above or in control and deciding that I want to reach this number of people or this. That's why it's so hard for me to actually work with um, with different people out there like so but so many people tell me they can work with me to build my practice to build my business to make it amazing and i agree i agree that can be done however i would not live with integrity if i would do that at this moment in time mm-hmm. because what i am interested in is this personal experience whether this means it's in a therapy session, it's on during a podcast, it's during a live or a conference, or I do not care too much about that. And to be honest, I do not care if I am going to reach a lot of people. I need to, to meet my, my, my financial, needs, goals, financial yes. goals. That's obvious because I, I don't have a job that <laughs> would, you know, I'm not paid by anyone. I'm self-employed. I'm, my practice is the one that sustains me. That's my foundation. But my purpose is to have these meaningful interactions, meaningful experiences with people, hopefully one-to-one. And I would like to have a podcast because I believe conversations are so inspiring and are so triggering for those who have ears to, to listen to it. Yeah, I completely agree. So with that, thank you so much for being on my podcast. This was amazing. I just love the energy when I'm around you and you shared so much. I hope our audience got a lot from it. I know I have. And if you're interested in working with us at Soul Career, head over to www.soulcareer.com and sign up. Thank Thank you. If you love this episode, remember to hit subscribe and leave us a review. And if you're a professional, executive, or entrepreneur that's interested in taking one of our coaching programs, head on over to soulcareer.com and sign up for a free consultation. We'd love to hear from you.